PlayStation State of Play disappoints, Pokemon Presents excites, and what exactly have mods done for the world of gaming on this episode of Off Hunting? Cue the intro. Gaming is about escaping into another world. You don't control the character, you are the character. Whether I'm hunting fearsome monsters or growing the best crops, gaming is how I like to relax. I like gaming because I can go you know? They help me escape into a world of pure imagination, video games, what more could you ask for? Endless, endless possibilities. What's going on gamers? It's your boy Diggs Gaming and I'm here with KB Hunting and your boy Sermeliotis. And welcome back to another episode of Off Hunting. This time we're going to talk about mods and their impact on the world of gaming. But first, we have a lot of news to get through. So let's get through this as quickly as we can. First bit of news is that Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has been delayed indefinitely. And the studio behind it, Heartsuit Labs, has been taken off the project. That is kind of concerning. Not that it's yeah. been delayed, which it's been delayed at least four times now. But the fact that the studio behind it is now taken off the project. Yeah, that does not bode well. To be delayed so many times, for one thing, is not good for any game. Especially when there was so much hype for it. But that they've scrapped the original uh, team behind it. Yeah, let's not forget, this was a game that was on our list of the top 10 most anticipated games of this year. And this is the second game from that list that's been delayed beyond this year. Along yeah. with uh, Hogwarts uh, Legacy. But... This one is just far more concerning, and really, you have to be concerned this game's ever going to come out now. Right. Not only that, if a different studio was doing it, they might not see it to the full extent of how the original studio wanted to do it. So it could or be what their plan was. It could be very messy. Yeah. Like yeah, a lot now, of patchwork, and it's going to be very messy. Yes. Yeah, so now Paradox has to figure out what they're, who's going to be on the project, and how they want to go board with us anyway second bit of news is that playstation has announced that vr will be coming to the playstation 5 just not this year so if you were hoping and praying that vr was coming it's coming but you got to be a little more patient and that is very good news because playstation vr was a really good experience for anybody that liked vr and it was pretty cheap too so the fact is this is a good thing for the playstation 5 and it's no surprise that it's coming there. So it didn't launch with the PS5? No, it didn't. What the? What were they doing? Like, I have no idea. Wow. That's crazy. You would have thought it would have came with it. Yeah. From what I understood, they really revamped the controller, though. So I wonder how much time went to that and not paying attention enough to maybe the VR aspect of it. I mean, you can use the same headset if it's universal. All you got to do, all they had to do was code it into their system. So all they all they doing is just going to code it into the PS5 and then send out a patch for it. That's pretty much what they're going to do. Oh, that's fair. Who knows what happened, but you know, someone made an oopsie, <laughs> overlooked it, maybe. Now, all we can do is speculate, unless an official statement is made. That's all we can do at this point. Moving from one bit of Sony news to another, Sony State of Play. I watched it. And I have to admit, I was a little disappointed. I'm giving it a C plus. It was giving updates to games that are coming out this year. And the games that were shown off, some of which we've seen a lot of already. Returnal, Deathloop, 
uh, Knockout City, which was shown during the Nintendo Direct. I don't mm. understand why it was shown at both the Nintendo Direct and the PlayStation State of Play. Some other things that were shown off on there was the Crash 4 upgrade, which we already knew was coming, but we actually officially found out what exactly is going on with the Crash 4 upgrade, next-gen upgrade. Oddworld Soulstorm finally gets a release date, and it is coming out in about a month and a week on April 6th. Got a new game shown off called um, Sifu or something like that. I'm not good with pronunciation, so if I get it wrong, my bad. Got some gameplay of Solar Ash, and I got to admit, I was wrong about what this game was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a journey, but it actually isn't. It's a very fast-paced game, fast movement, fast combat. It really looks interesting. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up, but it does look like a game worth checking out if you're interested. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, a horror game, don't care. I was about to say, I'm not into horror either. Yeah. Nights at Freddy's is not a fun game. It's just not like really... You just point and click. It's like, I can see it was like an Outlast or something, but Five Nights at Freddy is just meh. So you can pass yeah. on Yeah. Other uh, games that we were hoping to be shown off and just weren't include God of War, Horizon Forbidden West. By the way, KB was hoping that God of War, the sequel, was going to be shown off. That's what she was hoping for, and it didn't happen. You yeah, really they landed on a happen. cliffhanger. Huh? They ended on a cliffhanger last time. Yeah, well, we know a new game's coming. It's just that they didn't show off anything. All we got is a teaser that says Ragnarok is coming, and we haven't seen anything else. Not ready yet. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a patient person, but also I would like to know things. Well, we already know he's fighting Thor. <laughs> I, I mean, duh. And but then uh, the Midgard Serpent is going to be take a part in there again. So I want to see Big Doggo, though. If Fenrir is not in the next game, I'm going to be sad. Fenrir? The big wolf. Oh, yeah, Loki's son. He has yeah. to be. He's part of Ragnarok. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's got to show up. Uh-huh. I want to see what, what they but did with the um, Odin design him, as well. Well, they do him right because Fenrir is big enough to swallow the moon. So yeah, putting him in that, that's like game I over. Think- they Technic- got Jorm- Jormungandr. And well, he's big enough to wrap around the earth to bite his tongue, but Fenrir is big enough to swallow the moon. Well, he can grow big enough to swallow the moon, so... Yeah. It all depends on how they use them, so... Or how they uh, interpret it, because I know they haven't always stuck with... Yeah, the, like the um, true actual myth. mythos. Yeah. I mean, Loki isn't Kratos' son. No. Like, we can admit to that. Kratos was never in Norse mythology. <laughs> we know this. So just I wanna I wanna know things though. Yeah, all in all, the state of play, very disappointing. Just the same games that we have seen over and over again and other games that we were hoping to get more updates for just didn't happen. But two things that I want to talk about that the state of play showed off. One, Kina, Bridge of Spirits finally gets a release date. And it's both exciting and a little bit disappointing because Kina got delayed again. It was supposed to come out in March. Now it's coming out August 24th. I'm happy that we finally have a release date, but I'm also a little disappointed that it got delayed. But I do understand because this is Ember Labs' first game and they are making it while we're still in a pandemic where a lot of games have been getting delayed because of this. Yeah. Just but what's also exciting. Power. Yeah. But what's also exciting is this game is coming out and it's going to be 40 bucks. That is just 
really, really cool. The fact oh, that this game... It's a double-A game. What'd you say? It's a double-A game. Yeah, but... I mean, that's... But double-A still... games are, tend to be good. As long as the studio behind it really... Yeah. You know, gave it their all. The game World War Z from, uh, what is it, Saber Interactive? It was like 40 bucks. That game's amazing, so... Yeah, I, when I saw that trailer, I'm just like, oh my god, my hype is through the roof in this game. I'm going to pre-order it. I'm playing this day one. This is going to be... I'm hoping that this game is fun to play. And if it turns out as good as we all think it is, I think it could be a Game of the Year nominee. I'm saying it right now. This game could definitely be a Game of the Year nominee. I believe it. The other thing I want to talk about is what they showed at the end, which is Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, which is an upgrade for the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And that was exciting to watch because they actually show the comparison between the PS4 version and the PlayStation 5 version. And when I saw that comparison, I'm like, oh my God. Because the PS4 version looks beautiful. It does. But the PlayStation 5 version, it's has it looks crisper. It has more detail. It looks amazing it really does and we also are getting a new episode with this game that's includes the character uh oh god I, oh god i forgot the name already i just watched it yuffie and sonon yeah so that's going to be exciting that's going to be released in june 10th and if you have a physical copy of the playstation 4 version you get the ps5 upgrade for free but you still have to pay for the episode which is an extra 10 bucks oof now, I still haven't played Final Fantasy VII Remake just yet, and now I think we're going to wait until this upgrade comes in because, oh my god, that just looked so amazing. Just a day after Sony State of Play, the Pokemon Company did a Pokemon Presents celebrating the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, and it was absolutely amazing. The first thing they show off is new Pokemon Snap, and that game just looks amazing. And it's coming out real soon, April 30th. KB and I both watched it live and starting out with new Pokemon Snap was brilliant because you got to finally understand just what region you're in, who the characters are, and just what exactly you're taking pictures of with these Pokemon. Yeah, some new mechanics as well. Now, I never played the original Pokemon Snap. Neither have I. But I may pick this game up and it is coming out in about two months. This game is going to be a hit. You just know it. Because people have been mm-hmm. waiting for a new Pokemon Snap really ever since the original came out. More or less. Interesting. Second thing they did, they went through what they're going to do with some of their uh, games and the mobile apps to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. But then the next thing they showed up was what everybody has been waiting for, the Diamond and Pearl remakes. They're called Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Now, it is a remake. It is a remake, so so it is an updated version of Diamond and Pearl. Some people may have been expecting like a sword and shield type, but that's not what we're getting. But I got to admit, this looks absolutely amazing. I like like the chibi characters. I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy it throughout the entire game because I kind of like the um, aesthetics of the Gen 3 remakes of mm-hmm. Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire more. So I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence on the graphics there for pokemon yeah pokemon yeah yeah you had to have seen the um the trailer in order to understand uh i'm not really big on pokemon 
Oh, I know. You've told me that before. I have the, um, I think I have Pokemon, what is it, Shield on the Switch? Yeah. Which one it is. I've got Sword. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I have Sword. My brother has Shield. I got Shield. I haven't beat it yet. Oh, neither of I. I haven't either. I'm like at the very end. I I'm just need like, to go through. Yeah, yeah, I have to fight the last gym thing. I got a backlog of games. I mean, that's what's been happening with me. Same. I have so many that I need to get through. And some of them are like almost done. I just need to get down to it and beat them. Instead of, oh, look, a side quest. Let me go and do that. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are coming out later this year. But wait, there's more. The one thing people have been waiting for ever since the Switch came out, and we finally have it, an open world Pokemon game. It's called Pokemon Legends. It is coming out in 2022. And oh my God! I have to get it. I know. It looks so good. This is taking place a thousand so years before any of the games. A thousand years before. You're making literally the first Pokedex. Exactly. What? First to know. This is just amazing. I mean, let's That's face it. The wild area was the best part of a sword and shield. It just For was. sure. And now this freak is actually going to take that and make it into a full Pokemon game. Oh my God. Just, oh my God. Yeah. Um, wow. Just wow. Anyway, final bit of news before we get into today's topic is that the live event of E3 has been canceled. It looks like it looks like the live event of E3 has been canceled. We don't know if we're going to get a digital event, but as far as we know, the live event is canceled. And that's kind of disappointing. Expected. Yeah, we're still yeah, we're still dealing with COVID, but it's still disappointing. It really is. I'm glad they're playing it safe, though. It's important to remember, especially with the new variants. Yeah. You don't want those spreading. Okay, that's all the news that we have. Let's move on to our topic today, which is mods. You see. All right, I'm just going to get into it. What is your favorite mod? Sir Melios, you go since you are the PC gamer here. (laughs) Favorite mod. <laughs> My favorite mod is you have uh, I know we all seen Shrek, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The game Left 4 Dead 2. Oh no. It's a thing, it's a beast in there called the um the tank. So I modded it to where he's he's Shrek. <laughs> and it plays the <laughs> it plays the Smash Mouth theme song every time he comes out. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Oh my god. He said, What are you doing in my swamp? And it's playing a smash mouth music until you killed the team. It's just hilarious. Wow. That sounds great. It is. Uh KB, what's your favorite mod? I've only really ever played with one mod before for Minecraft. It's called Thaumaturgy. And it basically adds magic mm-hmm. to Minecraft. But more of like a physical like ma- t- uh, type of magic rather than like spell casting or that kind of thing mm-hmm. um it's been a while since i played with it because i again i don't really play with mods so mm. yeah i'm yeah i'm not a pc gamer so i've actually never worked with mods before but i've seen a lot of them online and i gotta say my favorite one is you guys know the spyro reignited trilogy right yes okay i'm about halfway through it okay does anybody remember the legend of spyro series just okay. curious. 
Yeah. Remember the character Cinder? Mm-hmm. The female dragon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so somebody did a mod where they actually put Cinder in the game and you're playing as Cinder instead of Spyro. But it's not just that. All the lines that Spyro would say, they actually got a person to do the voice of Cinder and you actually had the voice of Cinder with Spyro's lines. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. They actually got somebody to do that. And I just thought, oh my God, that is so cool. That is mm-hmm. just so cool. I play that. Okay. My next question is get your creative hats on. Because if you could make a mod for any game, what game would it be? And what would the mod be? What would you do? KB, you're up first. So in the vein of Spyro, mm-hmm. I've decided, you know how at the end, after you beat it, you get like the bonus level where Spyro can actually just like fly around permanently? Yeah. Like, I want that. But after you beat the game, you can go back to all the other levels and fly through them as well. And like have like secret areas that you can only reach via flying or like Easter eggs, stuff like that. That does sound pretty fun. I mean, just think Because I know there was also a glitch where you could, like, permanently swim, fly around. So (laughs) make it just, like, in in the game. That does sound pretty interesting because just imagine if from the very beginning you could have Spyro just fly all over the place. I mean, that would be a lot Well, I want it to be after you beat it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, he's gone through this journey. He's, He's grown as a dragon. He deserves to be able to fly. Why yeah. is it only in that one? Yeah, that would be a lot of fun to do mm-hmm. in all those levels because it just gives you a whole new look at what you can do in those levels. Yeah. Samaliotis? Ooh. Street Fighter. Uh-oh. We all know how Mortal Kombat has fatalities, right? Oh, I see where oh. this is going. Imagine if someone modded that for Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. It's like thun- Chun-Li thunder thighs is ripping someone in half for her legs. That's just, that's just amazing. I knew she that. You know those videos where people put, you know, watermelon between their thighs and just like crush it? Yep. I want to see that. Or that too. Definitely. I want to see that. Yeah. So if you guys are listening, please mod that into Street Fighter. Thank you. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done that already because the thing Street is, Fighter and Mortal been... Kombat have been uh, rivals ever since the beginning. So I'm surprised nobody's right. done that already. If they didn't, if you didn't, do it. If you did, send me a link. <laughs> okay. For me, Horizon Zero Dawn puts Link from The Legend of Zelda in the game to meet up with Aelor, or I said that wrong, I'm sorry, and have them have to work together on a mission and for her to try to figure out what the heck Link is saying because Link never talks. That'd be funny. Yeah. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah, that just came to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This next one I have. What's amazing is a lot of games that have started off as mods. I mean, we there's a lot more games that started off in mods than you think. I mean, did anybody look at the video that I sent? I did watch it through because, honestly, I didn't know anything about games starting as mods. There's some really good games starting off as mods. I know it was, um, I think it was CSGO starting out as a mod. Something like that. Yeah, it was CSGO. Armor, I think it was Armor. Armor 3 or something like that. Something was Armor and CSGO. And then they modded it. And then Valve was like, hmm, 
we'll put this in our own game. We made it. I think I could be wrong. I know it had to do something with CS:GO though. Another game. Yeah. So that is amazing when you have a mod turn into an actual game. That's amazing. My question is, what do you guys think is the best game that started off as a mod? I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go with the Stanley Parable because that's just a funny game to play. You could play it like just listen to the narrator, but then you could just do the exact opposite every time that he said something and then just see how he reacts. And it's just so much, it's just so funny. It really is. Because it looks very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Okay, KB. So a lot of the games that I've seen have been like first person shooters, third person shooters, and those are really not my cup of tea. So I'm thinking Dear Esther, which I've never played, but it does very look, bleh. it does look like something that I would be willing to play. So. Okay, so Meliodas? Well, I know, what is it, Gary's Mod and Half Life? I never mm-hmm. played Half Life, but for me, playing Gary's Mod, which is a mod from Half Life. I want to go back and play Half-Life because Gary's mod on the PC is fun. It's like really just like a sandbox. The whole game is nothing but a, a huge mod. So this is number like a sandbox. Go in and um, mod it out. So I want to go back and play Half-Life because that's from um, Half-Life, Gary's mod. Yeah, it is amazing how some games are essentially just one big mod. Like, there was this one game that came out a few years ago. Oh, what was it called? Was it called um, Dreamers? I think it was. I got to look that up. Where essentially you are just creating your own, like, version of games or something like that. I got to take a look. What was it called? Well, like Xbox. uh, It was Project Spark for Xbox. Hmm. Where you can make your own game and stuff. Yeah, I... I just cannot remember what the heck this thing was called. What on PlayStation? Yeah, I think it was called Dreams. I have the I have the case somewhere. I think it was called Dreams. Or Dreamers create something. Yeah, Dreams, where essentially you're creating your own mm-hmm. games. That's essentially what it is, and it's just a me. And that's just amazing that we've gotten to a point where this is going on now. So if you were creating mods like if you had unlimited time to just create mods what game would you just mod the most what game would you just mod the heck out of sir meliotis hmm. so I'm, I'm creating my own mods yeah for so what game would you just mod the most like you would create um, the most mods for what specific game or a gaming franchise uh let's see i want to say it has to be something open world Mm-hmm. I want to say a Spider-Man game. Okay. Okay. Like you, you can mod Spider-Man to be like uh <laughs> like GTA. <laughs> <laughs> Have him steal a car or uh or just like modding a dragon so he can like fly around New York on the top of a dragon or something like that. It's something like silly because you know uh the Spider-Man games are pretty big and so like and then, like, the world, it's, like, I'm not going to say it's, like, GTA-ish, but, like, you go here, and then you like, oh, someone, someone needs help. You can help them. And let's say you go around a corner, you help someone, and it's, like, the hamburger modded in, and it's still someone's hamburger or something like that. Something, like, stupid, but something still fun at the same time. <laughs> or you could mod another Spider-Man in the game and just recreate that meme. That one meme? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny meme. I mean, I've seen so many takes on that. 
That really is. Oh, man, JoJo would have loved this episode because we were talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, that that really is interesting, especially with superhero games, because Mm -hmm. that is pretty much unlimitless with what you can do. Because if you look at GTA, when most mod people use, they mod in like superheroes. So they mod to be Iron Man or The Flash or... uh... Right. So if you do that reverse in a superhero game, you mod them to be like GTA, it'd just be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that really is. Uh, KB. I was thinking maybe Monster Hunter. Like, obviously, I'm the Monster Hunter girl. So, but like being able to have like monsters as like pets even, or like being able to tame them in some way. Like mm-hmm. Monster Hunter stories is very fun just because you get to actually like create bonds with them and be able to like ride around on them. But also I've seen people try and bring like Leviathan class monsters into like Monster Hunter world where obviously they don't exist kind of thing. So that would be really fun. Or maybe Minecraft, I don't know, just for the open worldness of it. Minecraft is just a game that is meant to be modded. You just yeah. know it from the very beginning. I mean, so many things that have been done in Minecraft. But Monster Hunter, that is rather interesting. That really is. You can do a lot of things with that. Or try to recreate that, uh, that oh, what was it, that Solid Snake mission in, in the Metal Gear series where you're actually fighting against uh, Monster Hunter characters. Monster Hunter monsters. Yeah. There's, li- well... Obviously not limitless, but there's a lot of possibilities there. Really, with mods, you're basically limited by your imagination. And if you have, and if your creativity is just off the wall, then you are going to be probably one of the best modders out there. Let's be honest. My game that I would mod the most would probably have to be Ratchet and Clank. Really because of all the things you could do with Ratchet and Clank because it takes place on other planets. Like you're jumping from planet to planet. Maybe have a planet that has xenomorphs, another one that has predators on it, one that has like any type of alien on there. You could even mod planet Earth on there and just have all the things that comes with Earth. You know, you could do a whole lot of things with Ratchet and Clank just because of the planets that it takes place on. That'd be interesting. It would be fun. Especially the one with the xenomorph on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ratchet has to face off against a lot of different things. And just imagine Ratchet having to fight off a Xenomorph with his wrench. Yeah, like all he got that. is like all he has is his wrench, his wrench, and he has to fight off Xenomorphs with it. That would be one, that'd be entertaining, but two, that'd be kind mm-hmm. of funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last thing, and I want to talk about this for as long as we can because this is something that I think. We could just talk about for an hour. Basically, how have mods changed or how have mods affected the world of gaming? I'm going to go first on this. And for me, mods just give a chance for any gamer that has creativity and that just wants to make their own version of a game, even make their own games and gives them a chance to do that. And it really is amazing when you see some game, some people in the gaming world that actually had gotten started by doing mods and that does happen so that's how i think mods have affected the world of gaming i think they've affected it in a terrific way they've definitely added replayability especially to like older games that would have gone stale by now if they haven't had this you know fresh coat of paint you know 
uh, added on top of them. Yeah, just like, just, just like Left 4 Dead, that game mm-hmm. has it just adds life to the game, like you were saying. It's just oh, I'm gonna go play Left 4 Dead, and you go back on your console and play it, and you get bored because you're like, I just, I've played this level ten thousand times, but yeah, you can go back on that level in the same level that you played ten thousand times on your console. Log it in, and then you have mods there, and it just adds a new whole new life to it. Yeah, and let me go back to the Spyro Reignited trilogy because there was another mod where somebody was actually recreating levels from Spyro Enter the Dragonfly, which is by far the worst Spyro game <laughs> ever. It was a terrible game. I mean, glitches, not the game was not that long, the game was kind of stupid. And the fact that it brought back Ripto when he was basically thrown in lava. But somebody was recreating those levels, and those levels looked absolutely amazing. And really, that's what I think a mod is all about. It just helps you make your version of the game, and it helps you get to show just what can be done with games. Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing. Definitely. Yes. One thing I do want to talk about is does any has anybody heard of net Rose? no what's that okay that was back during the playstation one basically what that was was a basically you get a black playstation one console that i think it was like there was no region code or anything so you could play basically any region type game and you also got to make your own game you basically got to make your own game interesting Mm-hmm. And some game developers got their start on Neturose, and that's really what I think of when I think of mods. It just is a really good thing for the world of gaming to have mods. To to have mods. I mean, I mean, even in tabletop, if you, I play Magic the Gathering, um, and so does Paul. So I I can't speak for him, but my favorite way to play magic the gathering is commander or elder dragon highlander mm-hmm. and that started as a couple of guys that were making up new rules for magic the gathering and now mm-hmm. it's one of the most popular ways to play i know it's not technically a mod but it is bending the rules until you make your your own version yeah essentially that's what mods can be yeah true like like there's a it's mod that turned a first person shooter into a magic game that's mm. and that's pretty much it. Or, i'm sorry no 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 i'm wrong turned a first person shooter into like a medieval sword fighting game just right. think about that that's how creative people can get with these things it doesn't have to be a first person shooter into another first person shooter it can be whatever you want it to be okay do we have anything else that we want to say oh play left for dead too <laughs> mod it you have to play the uh distract you have to do Shrek. Yeah. Let's be honest. This would have gone on a whole lot longer if we had JoJo here. And I'm yeah. really upset that he was not able to join tonight. Either of the two PC gamers, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, both of them still have their stuff to set up their PCs. Because yeah, Paul didn't get a hard drive for his PC. So, oh, how did he forget to get that? He got two um, SSDs. <laughs> Oh, that's See, what happened. Me, it made it sound like he had just um yeah but broken mother, a USB port. His motherboard can only hold one SSD. 
but you have to have uh, uh, a SSD to load the software and the hardware. Then you need a hard drive to store your games. If he puts all that on his SSD, then he loads his games on. He's going to run in space, so he needs a hard drive. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Paul, what are you doing? He'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we have a, at least one of them back next next time we do another show. We we could be back next week, but if neither of them are able to join us, we might just skip a week until one of them can join us, just because. I would hate to not do another show without either one of them. Yeah. Right. Especially Paul. He hasn't been on the show yet. I know. I know. All right. That's all we have to talk about today. As always, I'm Diggs Gaming. KB Hunting. Sir Meliodas. Make sure to <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, and turn on the notifications. And please let us know what you want us to do in the future. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. See ya.